Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy Q, and welcome to the Just Create Podcast Show. Now, y'all probably like, yo, you be saying 6.30, bro, what are you going What are you going through over there? But trust me, it's always to make sure that everything is coming to you in a, a unique way, and the presentation is always getting better. So let's go ahead and get a couple of things out the way. Like, y'all know what I say every time. I don't need y'all to cash at me or anything like that. All I need y'all to do is if you're watching this live, I need you to share it. Share this with all your people right now. As I tell you, every guest I have on here is full of knowledge, full of wisdom, and full of nothing but gems to help you on your journey and to help you actually find your purpose as well. So here's a few things. If you're watching this on replay, you already know I send y'all special clips if you type in that replay in the comments, you know what I'm saying? And then also for everyone that's rocking with us over on Spotify, yo, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm seeing the reviews come in. So I'm, I'm glad y'all good at following direction. You know what I'm saying? But also hop over to Apple podcasts, make sure that you type in some reviews because we trying to get this out to as many people as possible. And you know how algorithms and all that stuff works. So without further ado, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know I said I was going to start at six 30, but I'm not going to hold y'all. Cause y'all been like, Hey, yo, who is this dude? Who is this dude? But I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest for today, Mr. Two Weeks South. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? What's going on? Had to give you the round of applause, brother. I like that. I like that little touch. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make sure that everybody on the team is stepping up their live game. We already got one person doing this thing. But I'm so glad to have you on. And everybody's seen that put up the flyer. They know that you're Jason. I'm probably sure they most likely follow you on Instagram or have seen something that you've done and actually not been able to connect those two things together or what they've seen and, and who you are now. So first, let's just go ahead and start out with an introduction. Let the people know who you are and why you're another dope guest on the Just Create Podcast show, bro. What's up, y'all? I'm Jason Lobdell, owner of the Loft Athletic Club. Mr. Two Weeks Out on Instagram. Yes. And I also have x28fitness.com so um yeah man i'm outside i'm out here <laughs> i love it i love it i love it so first i mean i always like to kind of get a little bit of backstory um and i've been privileged to be around um a group of individuals that that you know what i'm saying lets me know who's doing what and, and and all those all those things but not everyone knows but they see you now on Instagram as Mr. Two Weeks Out. They see that you're able to build a fantastic and amazing lifestyle. But give us a little bit behind the scenes or behind the journey to what it took to get to take to get you to your, to the place that you are now. Like some of the struggles and some of the things that you had to go through. Okay. Well, um, I've always been an entrepreneur, um, so I've 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 always been good at finding the money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I find with hard work, you know, if I just outwork the next man, typically I'll make more money than the next man. You know what I mean? So I've always lived by that code, that creed. You know what I mean? Um, I was in the trucking industry 10 years, wow. making six figures, doing good. Um, but I got into fitness through my wife and I discovered that was my passion. So I had the opportunity to buy a gym in 2015. I went on ahead and did that. But the money started slipping. The, the, the truck needed me more than the gym needed me to send the third. So I had to make a decision in 2015. What was I going to do? Yeah. Was I going to go back to these six figures or I'm going to keep making this $500 a week? You know what now, I mean? Were you, were you driving um, trucks or did you just own a truck in business yeah. at that time? So I had trucks and I, and I used to drive it. Um, we did like deliveries for like Home, home Depot, Lowe's, um, wow. you know, home store, stuff like that. So I was delivering appliances and stuff like that. Um, damn near my whole life. You know what I mean? I, wow. That was my first job out of high school. And I acquired a truck and, you know, just did it through my adulthood. Okay. Um, 
but through through that, you know, like I said, I got into fitness through my wife, bought a gym, and I got to a crossroad where I had to pick passion over paycheck. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. I knew that if I applied the same hustle and the same energy that I did in trucking to the fitness industry, I was going to crush it. And sure enough, you know, I get to the gym, everybody getting to the gym at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody getting there at <laughs> 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. You know what I mean? So I just started getting to the gyms way earlier than everybody, start making more money than everybody. And, you know, it just started going on from there. You know what I mean? Just outworking everybody. So, so when you walked into the gym, were you already already like in shape and you, it was an easy transfer or were you kind of doing some things in between that when you made that transition over to fitness trainer that people were just like, hey, yo, this the dude to go with. Like not just because he's getting there early because he looks the part. <clears throat> So what happened is the, the name Mr. Two Weeks Out means it's, it's bodybuilder terminology. It look it means that, um, you know, when bodybuilders, they have a, a prep, what, what you call a prep when you get ready for a show. And it shows that you're like 16 weeks out, 12 weeks out. You count down to your show time. OK. And typically you get around two weeks out. Your body is damn near perfect. You look like you about show ready. Yep. And I was at a bodybuilding competition one time and a guy told me to stood up, stand up in the stand in a uh, crowd. And I was like, no, I'm here with my wife. It was her show. He's like, just take your shirt off. <laughs> I took my shirt off, and he was like, now nah, that guy, like, he two weeks out, and the name just stuck, you know Ooh. what I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> so to answer your question, yeah, I, I was I was in immaculate shape um, when I got into the game, but I also had a trainer. I had a trainer for, like, six years. Oh, okay. But, again, I had my business. I just was getting in shape. I did a bodybuilding show. My wife a bodybuilder, you know what I mean? So that was the, the gist of it. I bought a gym, and I tried to make money as an entrepreneur. Mm. The gym was slow. So I had to go in there and get it off the ground. So day one, I have no clients. I wow. go in there with my cell phone, a scrapbook. I just did old school network marketing strategies. You know what I mean? I went in there. And this is for anybody. Anybody that has a business, anybody that has a boutique or anything. If you're yes. trying to share your information with your people, that tech shit cool. But write down everybody's number. Call them individually. Call yep. them. Get on the phone and call everybody and invite them to whatever you got going on. You know what I mean? And that's what I did. I wrote down 200 numbers. Everybody wow. a personal invite, and before you know it, boom, we blew up. A personal so, um, invite, I love it. Yeah, personal invite. Yeah, you gotta call them. You gotta be more personable. You know what I mean? Um, that text thread, you know, it's 2020. Everything <laughs> is so seamless. You can push one button and invite everybody. But I get those calls. You get those texts. Everybody get those emails. Yeah. We're not, we're not really looking at that. You know what I mean? But somebody, if I hear somebody voice inviting me, I feel like I owe it to them. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love that mindset. And we already had an individual by the name of Daniel. Um, he said passion over paycheck. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. But he also asked how tough was it to make that decision from leaping over from your from what was paying you at the time. And, it's, and it sounds like good money. You're making six figures at that time to jump over to your passion. What what helped you make that decision? So here's the thing. For one, people don't even know what their passion is. And mm. I, 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 got a, I got a good knack at helping people figure out what their passion is, right? And I was I was blessed enough to know what my passion was, right? That's just the start. Yeah. So, and I'm just going to give you a little, a little nugget on that. Just think of every job paid the same exact mon amount of money. What job would you wake up every morning and go do? Ooh. What job would you go do? You know what I mean? Like, Re everything paid the same amount of money. What job? Okay, okay, okay. Rewind that. Let's, that let's, that no, that's a, a dope way to look at it. If every no, no, job paid you the same amount of money, which one yeah. would you wake up and go do? Keep, bro, keep that's going. It. So if every job paid the same, you know, and you had a list of jobs, which job would you pick 
and mm. wake up every morning and go do, you know? And yeah. for me, that was fitness, coaching, and training. I couldn't wait to wake up in the morning and go see my clients. I couldn't wait to get in there. You know, I, I just couldn't wait to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was my first time ever feeling like that. So, yeah, I took a leap of faith, but I did I, I did have some structure to it. So here's, here's the structure part. Okay. This is how I knew when it was time for me to do it. When I knew I could cover my mortgage with this, like when I, when I, with my new job, I said I can yeah. cover my mortgage. The house isn't gonna collapse on me. Okay, cool. Now, did I have to give my Mercedes back? Yeah, I, I got a repossession. I couldn't afford my Mercedes anymore. Sacrifice. I couldn't afford. For, yeah, I had to sacrifice. I had to down, you know, downsize, scale back. And you know, I'm not telling anybody to do that, you know, but that's just what I did. Yeah. That's just what I did. You know, what I mean, I took it upon myself to say, you know what? Like I say pick passion over paycheck and I said you know I done did the, the, the cars and all that I just like this job you know and yeah. I didn't know I didn't know the next part of the story I'm gonna tell you but you know like I say I just stuck to it and when you like something you're very good at it you ever go in a restaurant and and, and and that lady's so so happy about her sauce or she's so happy <laughs> about her pie she's so happy about it she done put her foot in it you yeah. know when you get good service because the person likes that they're even customer service them talkative people, them customer service agents, you trying to get off the phone with them, but they so talkative and they just <laughs> going up. They like their job. Yeah. When you like your job, you perform at at a at a whole higher level. You know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. I found this to be true. So again, that's what I did. I had to scale back. Yeah, I did have to scale back, but I made sure I was able to cover my mortgage, and then you know we played ball. So did you did you first like with the planning, did you have a number? Was there was there a certain number that you're like, hey, yo, once I get this number, I'm out. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. I just was like, okay. So what actually happened was I went back to my partners. So, you know, I was making three thousand dollars a week, you know, mm. at this time. And you know, I had a big seven bedroom house. You know, I had a lot of stuff going on, but my wife, thank God, she works, you know what I mean? She got <laughs> she, she doing things too, you know what that I mean? Favorite, so I favorite just, ain't fair. <laughs> absolutely so listen once i discovered exactly how much money i need to bring into my household and at that time it might have been like two thousand dollars or something like that like okay. if i get rid of this bands get rid of cable get on that like that type stuff like i scaled all the way back because i really want to stay at, at, at this job you know what i'm saying so i scaled all the way back don't don't get me wrong but it was like two thousand dollars what i did was i went to my partners and said hey man i need to make $700 a week. I come in here earlier or stay later, but I need to make at least 700 so I can have a cushion. So once I was like $700 a week, I said goodbye 3000 Hello, 700 And that was it. Yo, I love it. I mean, sacrifice. That's one thing that I heard all throughout that you were willing to give up, you know what I'm saying, looking good for other people by passing off on that car. You were willing to say, hey, yo, I don't need cable. I don't need internet. All these other amenities is not something that I actually need to live, but what I do need to keep living is to follow my passion and to actually have that plan in place to say, all right, this is my number. And I was so refreshed to see a black woman that I had on the podcast yesterday say that she was looking for her number. And once she hit that number, she made that that move. She fit, she said she finished her bid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She did her five years in corporate and moved on to what was next. So after you've moved on, after you said, okay, I made the sacrifice. I found out what my number is. And you did that jump still. I mean, it's hard for people to still say, okay, I did a little bit of planning because they operate in fear. I did a little bit of planning. I have an idea what it's going to look like, but I'm still not ready. Like, what were some of the things that you were either listening to 
Well, who were some of the people that, that you had around you that was still saying, okay, or was it just that drive like, hey, yo, I know there's more, and I'm here to get it? So this is the thing. So like I said, I used to deliver refrigerators, right? Okay. Deliver in the rain, up hills, um, go, driving up mountains in a box truck. You know, I had a very, very, very hard job, right? Mm. And I think that I... Like, even to this day, I look back and I say, I don't know anybody who worked that hard. Like, that's the hardest job that I can think of. You know, construction workers got hard jobs if you got to pick up bricks. But yeah. bricks and refrigerators the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. that was the absolute hardest job that I can think of. Furniture and stuff. So, um, when it came to that, I just, when I got into this fitness industry, it was so easy. Mm. I said, if I applied, if I take the same work ethic that I had when I was working yep. for these folks, and I apply it to my own business... Listen, I started getting that gym at five o'clock in the morning. It was dark. But guess what? It's people that work nine to five that want to work out. And they figured out they want to work out before work. I had showers. So guess mm. what? I got a whole host of people. When them people get into the gym now, the old trainers that used to get there at seven o'clock, guess what? It's 30, 40 people walking out the door. It's piped up. Nowhere to park. <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning. They're like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Because I'm supposed to be on the dock at the delivery service at four o'clock in the morning. So we already used sure to it. Yeah. Yeah, let me get an extra hour sleep and then get to the gym. I was it was a cakewalk for me. It was a cakewalk <laughs> for me. But you gotta apply that same pressure. So mm. you gotta be willing to if you're gonna work nine to five for them, you gotta be able to work nine to nine for yourself once you get in business. Wow. You gotta be able to just no rule. I love no it. Rule. I love it. Nah, I mean, so it looks like everything and I think this is important for anyone that's still working in the corporate world. Is those same principles, those that same worth ethic. I mean, we pray to God that you're not trash in the corporate world because that's just going to lean over. Yeah. But it looked like you took working early. I'm already getting up at four. And I'm saying I'm already doing the early shift. I'm already pushing whole refrigerators up sliding mountains while it's raining. There's no there's nothing that's going to stop me from still waking up at four or getting there earlier or saying, hey, I don't care about pushing these weights so I can still look the part. But I also had another individual to come in, and, and I love this question. He said, how, um, how do you know fitness was your passion? Um, what was it about fitness that let you know that, that it was, like, for you? So did you have other things that made you come alive just as much, or was it just always fitness? So in a, in a, put it like this. It, it, for, for me, it was more so coaching. Okay. You know, help, you know like coaching. Like my son, he plays football, and I, I help coach. I just like coaching. I had a kickball team. I like coaching and helping and developing mm. people physically. You know what I mean? So from that, I just discovered that I like helping people just get in, you know, get into shape from me coaching and things of that nature. So it was more so I like to be somewhere yelling and cussing and, you know, doing <laughs> what I want to do, being a free spirit, not being caged, not being told what to say, not yeah. having three buttons on my shirt. You know what I mean? Like, so when I say it was my passion, like I have, I have, my passion has changed now. I have mm. a passion for three, four different things now. Yeah. Fitness is cool, but it's no longer my absolute passion. You know what I mean? But at the time, that's what it was. Now, I'm not going to say it's not my passion. It is the top, but it's like I don't concentrate on it no more. It's like your passion will change. But how do I know that was my passion? Just like I said, if you're just tuning in, I decided to say if all jobs pay the same amount of money, if I took money out of the equation, yeah. what job 
would I wake up in the morning and hit that alarm clock and go do every single day if every job paid the same? And training just happened to be at the top of the list. That's the absolute one thing that I would do if everything paid $20 an hour, I'm going to go train. Mm, I love I love that question. Like that's a whole quotable, like really mm-hmm. thinking about if, if, if everything was on an even playing field, like everything paid $40,000 or whatever that may be. What, what, what are you waking up to go do every morning? So I want everyone that's watching this live and everyone that's watching it on replay, like literally do some audits, do some evaluation on that question alone. Like we can almost bro, end we just this help right now. <laughs> we just help some people out, bro. Trust me. We just oh. help some people out. Trust me. Man, Trust that, me. That, that helped me out. And I'm, I'm already operating my passion. But one thing I've also mm-hmm. heard from just listening to your story is that passion drives you into other passions. And if you're actually chasing something with the same determination and the same grit that you're actually giving to someone else, you're going to open up multiple streams of income, but it's still kind of flowing in the same, same direction. So that's something great as well. Also, oh man, like true is coming for the, for the head with the questions. He said, what if you have two or three things that, um, that you do, um, that you will do if it wasn't, if money was an option, um, if there's another layer to deciding which to choose. Um, so I have, I have that kind of problem in business. Sometimes I have three great business ideas and I'm like, which one do I choose? I like all three of them equally, but sometimes it's which one is the easiest for me to start? You know what I mean? Like one is the easiest for me to get into. So to answer his question, whichever one is the easiest to go into, whether that's money, whether that's time scheduling, whether that's, you know, being in your city or what, you know, um, whatever one is the easiest that you can start immediately or quicker than the other two, that one. Wow. That, I mean, that, wow. Coaching is your, coaching is your thing. And I mean, that, that is great because when I walked away, although I was working with some people that everyone assumed that, yo, you just must be getting a bag for them. I knew what was easier for me at that time is not trying to make a million dollars off of photography, even though I had some friends that were selling photos for $11,000, $15,000, like one photo to like polo or something of that nature. But I knew that the individuals I was around at that time needed video. So the easiest thing for me at that time was to do was to make sure that I had the right equipment, I had the right things in place to be able to provide this service because that service was going to allow me to do the other things that I wanted to as well. So just having that advice proves to be proves to be very valuable as well. So which is the easiest to start? Um, like, was it was it was it just fitness or was there other things that could have been easier to start if that just wasn't your the way to go? Yeah, uh, the, the fitness was easiest for me to start. Like I said, I was putting my money in different places. Um, uh, and it's so crazy how this happened. A guy ended up passing away and his gym wow. was going downhill. Like after he, he was like the juice of the gym and the gym started going down. So he had like five, four trainers in there just barely surviving, paying the rent. You know what I mean? So they was like, hey, man, I got this opportunity to get this gym. You know, somebody need to come in here and get it or it's going to close down, you know. Wow. So the opportunity just fell in my lap. And like I say, I went, I wanted to go in as a gym owner, find some trainers and, you know, be a boss and still do my trucking thing. But I had to go in there and I started, you know, getting off the truck and then going in there and helping. And I'm like, man, I like this. I can't wait to get <laughs> off the truck and go there. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I got to I gotta balance this out, you know. So I had to have a serious talk with my wife and let her understand, like, yo, this is what I want to do. 
Um, I know it don't make sense financially, but we get one life to live. You know, I'm not going to mm. live my life chasing no dollar. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to live my life, you know, to for that. Now, I ain't going to tell nobody quit their job and go, you know, yeah. start a career where it's don't pay nothing. You know what I mean? But I, I always tell people this. They say, when do you know when it's time to stop and things of that nature? So here's the thing. Okay. I tell people, work their side hustle until it starts rivaling your main hustle. You know, and how you can tell it's starting to rival your main hustle, it doesn't mean so make me making five hundred dollars a week wasn't ever gonna get to three thousand, you know what I mean, yeah. that I was making at my gym. But I started making enough money to cover some bills, and then I I, I made a, a decision that once I hit this number, I can cover all my bills, minus my car, minus the cable, minus whatever else we had to let go, and boom, we was off to the races. So you got to be strategic with your planning. If you if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Mm. Don't just jump out there and just try anything. You know, prepare yourself. Write it down. Get a list. Over it. So, you know, that's just what I did, man. I, I made sure I was equipped. You know what I mean? What I want to do. Wrote down my plan and I executed it. And there, there was one thing that you said, and I'm glad that someone else brought it up in the comments, but it sounds like, that support system that you had, how, how important was that in this whole transition from going from what was paying you? I mean, even having those conversations, how important was it to have someone on your side willing to say, okay, I'm willing to see this through? What, what, what position did your wife play in this transition? Man, I mean, she was the deal, the deal breaker. You know what I mean? Like if she, <laughs> yeah, I'm married first, you know what I mean? So if, if Ooh, she was, love and, it. you know, yeah, I'm a husband. So if she was just completely 100% against it, she's my second half. You know what I mean? Like, she's the right side of my brain. I'm the left side of my brain. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's how we rock. And, and again, I look, you, you might see some gray hairs, but I've been married 18 <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying? So Yo, I know my hold wife. on, hold on. We got to. Yeah. <laughs> Black man don't cheat. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> nah, I love it, bro. Keep going so with that though. We've we been we've been together since we were, you know, eight teenagers, 17 to 18 years old. You wow. know, what I mean, a prom date in high school. So, you know, we really grew up together. And we really got a trust for each other. So when it comes to making big decisions, things of that nature, you know, some things I hide from her but from big decisions. You know, what I mean, like I'm not going to just go buy no rims on my car and come home with it. Like this is a job. You know, what I mean, this is something that's you know how we do. We might hide a little watch or something, but something that, that big, you know, you got to go ahead and, you know, pull her to the table explain yourself you know what i mean write down the pros write down the cons and can we survive can we make it doing this you know what i mean have a realistic conversation don't estimate don't estimate your numbers you know what i mean do real numbers and mm. then come down a little bit for the rainy day you know what i mean so if 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 2000 is the best say 1800 you never know what's gonna happen wow. something, gonna, something always pop up you know so um yeah man so she was a, a major part in my decision you know, like i say everybody yeah. in the same me She's my second set of eyes. You know what I mean? She sees what I can't see. If I'm turning this way, she's looking that way. That so intuition. That's how, yeah, that's how it is in my household. So I got her blessings. You know what I mean? She already knew the vibes as far as, you know, I would be able to put like this. I've been a successful entrepreneur my whole life. Let me just say okay. that. A successful entrepreneur. She just did a podcast and they asked her the same question. And she was like, well, Jason always figures it out. You know what I mean? So it's not a thing where I Love don't. You hard you know what i mean like i'm gonna outwork everybody if you if you outwork everybody it's the, it's the universe this is it's law if i go to work and outwork everybody i'm gonna perform better period there's, there's no traffic going the extra mile 
Listen, Shout out to Neo. <laughs> absolutely. There's no traffic going the extra mile. Real rap. I love it. So we've gotten to a place where you were doing something that was paying you. You made that transition. Boom. You made that transition. Opportunity opened up where a gym was going downhill. This was something easy for you to do. You just kind of had, had a flow into it. Now you're gaining some notoriety. You're gaining success. You're doing those 200 calls, like, manually, getting people on the phone. Like, what was that point, or, and what were you doing during this time where it was just like, yo, I went from now that 700 to now I'm getting that 3,000 plus, and my passion is really turned, like, this, this bet on myself really turned into a win. So a lot of times when I go to do, do like, podcasts and I talk and things of that nature, I'm, I'm the trainer, right? So it's like I'm in a room for these guys that make all this money and they wear these suits and stuff like that, right? And I'm the trainer, you know what I mean? So I'm the essentially a trainer is the guy that works for the client. Basically, like, you pay me and I train, you know what I mean? So the funny part about my story is this. 2015, you know, that that um, foreclosure letter came in the mail. I was, Thank God I was able to keep my house. Um, but the repossession did happen, um, okay. you know, zero dollars in the, in the savings account things and 2015 was horrible man 2016 my first full year on instagram my first full year as a trainer my first full year in a new business completely yep i was able to make one million dollars first year of business wait hold on <laughs> you said the first year my first year in business, rookie, my rookie season, my rookie season as a trainer, I made one million. Jordan numbers, I, bro. You did. <laughs> I applied that pressure, but like I said, when I came out the gate, I came out with the same work ethic that I always had. You know mm. what I'm saying? That's one. And I'm a I'm an entrepreneur, so I understand the money side of everything. Yes. In my in my my deal, with my partners, I had three partners it was just too many people you know what i mean so yeah. what happened was i'm working and i'm training and all these celebrities are coming in and things like that, but i'm still on salary i'm making the same amount of money so i thought that was going to be my way out like all right after this lease i'm going to get my own gym boom 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 because i see i'm i'm bringing in ten thousand dollars a month by myself yeah. I, i'm making six figures again but i got to split it three ways mm, so that's where okay. you get the i'm making three thousand dollars you know what i mean that's how you get that's where you get those numbers from, okay, right? Okay, got you. But what ended up happening is in 2016, I started listening, I started watching, and I started seeing the e-commerce boom. I, I started seeing the digital market. I started seeing people making money online and things of that nature. So yep. I took it upon myself, like, how can I duplicate myself? How can I be in homes in Virginia? How can I be in homes in Cali? How can I be everywhere? Ooh. So at first... I'm the type of guy that I'm not really tech savvy. I'm not, I'm like the face of a brand. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. shirt right here, you know, this, this, this is my line right here. My partner already did it. I can take a, I can take a business and boom, cause I'm a, I'm gonna use my resource. I'm gonna use everything I got. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was searching for a partner to do online training to see somebody who was already doing it. And um, I met this guy. He had a gym around the corner from me. Shouts out to G Bryant. Yes, sir. Um, and we literally, had a conversation. It's so funny because I was looking at his pictures on Instagram and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just looking at it. And then I end up start liking pictures like, oh, damn, he kind of dope. And I'm liking pictures, liking pictures. So he hit me like, yo, get up. 
And I'm like, what's up? So we could have we we we, we could have been competing. Why compete when you can complete? You know what Yo. I'm saying? I tell people this all the time. Facts. Listen, why compete when you can complete, man? Just because we two alpha males, gym owner down the street, we could have easily be been competitors. You know what I'm saying? But we put our noggins together, and you know we, we we he told me what he had going on. Met him, and we did a handshake deal. Um. So real quick, just to run you through how we did it. Yeah. He had all he had an online business. I'm training celebrities, things of that nature, right? So I. You know, the money I make as training celebrities, that don't mean nothing if the world can't see it. Yeah, so absolutely. We end up getting online, getting our company, right? So we started growing by like 54% when we started. Like, he was like, bro, I'm making $4,000 by myself. We both got like 40,000 followers together. I know we can make $8,000 a month. I'm mm. like, what? Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm waiting just to make 8000 You know what I'm saying? So that first month, we hit it out the park. We made 8000 Next month, 12000 Next month, 19000 Next wow. month, 36000 So once we got the $36,000, I kind of had him bring me some money in an envelope in front of one of my celebrity clients, Jocelyn Hernandez from Love & Hip Hop. And she like, damn, boy, what you doing? I'm like, oh, this is the online, you know. Yeah, I, I, I trade online and stuff. She like, yo, let me, what's up? Let's, let's sit down. <laughs> so mind you, me and my man just did a handshake deal. We already yep. making $36,000. We projected to make 45000 the next month. So we go sit down with her. Now, this is where the structure of the business comes. She brings the lawyer to the table, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So it's contracts and all that. But yep. when I tell you, Jocelyn is somebody I never went to the club with. I never went to a birthday party. You know, I never just hung out. I never did none of that. I just came. My first conversation with her about anything was business outside of training. You know what Love I mean? It. And I went about it the right way. Like, I'm getting money. Together, we can make more money. You yep. know? And I say that to say this because some people, somebody's watching this and they have a product, right? They have a clothing line. They have something that they're holding on to, but it's, it could be the dopest clothing line in the world. But if the world can't see it, mm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You sitting there, you got a cousin with a million followers. You got a cousin with 100,000 followers, and she's not getting money off them followers. You getting a little money, but if y'all team up, if you use her audience for your product, oh, man, you can scale. You can, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? So that's what we did. Brought Jocelyn in. We supposed to make forty five thousand the next month. We made sixty six thousand. We like, uh oh. So we put on a sixty day contract. Like, if we make forty five thousand at least twice, we keep you. You know what I'm saying? We made sixty six thousand the next month. We made a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, bro. Bro. Listen, we made a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and since then we never went under six figures in thirty day process and thirty day twenty um, program. So. You know, it's a blessing, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, your life literally can change in one year if you put in the right work. Mm. You put in the right work. I knew I had all the substance. I had everything around me. I had all, I had everything. I just went, the, the money wasn't going directly to me. So I had to shift a couple things in business. I had to, you know, cut off a couple partners and things of that nature, you know, had uncomfortable conversations and, you know, get to the bag, you know what I mean? So yep. once I became who I was, you know, the sky was the limit. So that's that's the that's the reason why I go to, and, and I dress just like this. I be going to places, they got on suits. <laughs> I be just like, I'm like, as soon as I talk, they going to see, oh, he big homie. Oh, you that's them the numbers you're doing? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Teachers, how you doing? <laughs> you know? Drop the bomb on that one because that was actually a question. Somebody had asked, you know what I'm saying, um, 
what was your fitness journey? Well, fitness journey life, and how did you actually transfer trans transition that over to the online business? And you just gave them the entire breakdown from just a handshake, and that's mm-hmm. and that's and that's love. And and, uh, and let me just speak on that real quick because I travel back and forth from Atlanta at least two times a month with Jeremy Anderson, and that's one thing that I've always yeah. loved about my bros out there is that we can do major business together off of a handshake and never have any problems. Nope. I know you can't find that with everybody, but I've <laughs> had experienced that more with all my bros that's in Atlanta. So it's dope that you can look at someone and you said, what, and I'm going to let you say that one more time because you were talking about instead of competition, completion. Was that correct? Yeah, instead of – um. Why instead of competing, like why compete when you can complete? Why yeah. compete when you, you know what I mean? So he was the he was the other part of the puzzle that I was missing. I was Ooh. the other part of the puzzle he was missing. We just had to find each other, you know what I mean? And if you're not looking, if you just if you live in the same if you're waking up every day living the same day, 365 days, you never run into what you need to run into. But if you're actively seeking, if you're actively looking, if you're trying, if you're putting forth effort, you will run into the solution to your problem. And the solution to my problem was my partner G. Bryant. He had the he had he had the program already. I put my stamp on it. We got together and boom, busted out the water. Help me, help man, me. help me because that that is that is so important for people to understand. To if you if you find someone that is actually the missing piece to your puzzle, sit down and have a conversation with them. Like. Instead of taking that slow route, instead of just saying, hey, I'm going to try and build everything in my else. I see this dude doing this. I see this female doing that. I ain't even finna hit him up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to ask him no questions or anything like that. I'm going to just go my way. But mm-hmm. you took that opportunity. And, of course, I mean, we got to let down that whole ego thing, that whole pride thing. And it's more so instilled in men to be like, hey, if I'm really trying to chase my passion and I'm seeing the trends, and I'm seeing what's going on. Let me actually approach this individual and make this connection. And it looked like it turned out to be something that was probably special beyond you guys' wildest dreams. Now, was this, some, was this something that you went into it and you was like, hey, I, I know this is going to work. Is that the type of attitude that you have? And then if you do have that attitude or if you didn't, how did you move on to that next step? To finally, or what, Did it take the money to come? What, what was it that was like, yeah, this is a good one? Um... I think that it was more so um, just my confidence. You know what I'm saying? My confidence was through the roof mm. in the beginning. You know what I mean? I knew that I was smart enough that I'm not a nutritionist. I don't make diets. I'm not going to train nobody and not give them a diet. So I'm going yeah. to go get this other trainer who's who done went to school for this and got all the nutrition, everything you need, and I'm going to pay him for diets for my uh. client. And I'm going to get the results. You know what I'm saying? So even if I didn't know something, I'm very, very humble. Even to this day, I pay for courses. I'd be on Udemy.com. Like, if y'all don't know, Udemy yeah. got all the courses. I'd be on Udemy.com just looking at courses. You know what I mean? I'm on YouTube every day listening to stuff. I wake up listening to somebody I'm with every day. I listen to Neo <laughs> podcast every morning. I go yep. all the way back and I listen to and I And he be in my car. Yep. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I literally, you know, I'm... I, I just and I say this, you know, in school I was a bad kid, things of that nature. I never really like like learning. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like I, I just didn't, you know, history was my thing. I used to like that, but I never took a liking until now. So now it's mm. like I'm playing catch up. I'm trying to read books now and everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm reading out the mentors, 
So yeah, man, it's never too it's never too late to get all the way in your bag. And and mm. the more you study your craft, you could be the best at anything you do. But if you're not studying and keeping up with the times and 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 and, and mm. all that, look at all the mom and pop stores that's been killing it for all these years. They didn't get online. They didn't get virtual with it. Guess what? They going out of business. All yeah. of them. Kmart gone. You know, you, you look at all the billion dollar companies that literally have to close their doors because they stay behind the, the eight ball with the time. They didn't keep up with the time. Meanwhile, yeah. you got Walmart, Amazon. These folks, they gonna close their doors and make twice as much money online. Oh yeah, I think the what was it the the family that owns Walmart is now the richest family in the world by like a hundred billion dollars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we go online, order our Walmart stuff. We drive and pick up our groceries. We say, hey, we on number three. They put our groceries. They, they're ahead of the time. They're ahead of the curve. Yeah. You can't just be in a business and be old school. I learned that from my old church. Like, yo, don't go in there and just be old school. You always need to be learning. You always need to be getting coached. You always need to be trying wow. to figure out the next move. And if you look at the big companies, that's what they're doing. And if you're not, if you have a business and you're not online, you don't have a business. I'm mm. telling you that. Trust me. Trust me. If you look at it like this, right? And this is just like the the simplest way of me putting it, right? The largest rental car, or put it like this, the, the the largest hotel chain right now is Airbnb. Yes. That's the that's the largest, that's the largest hosting chain in the world. Yes. Airbnb owns zero real estate. <laughs> None at all, bro. <laughs> they don't own no real estate. What real estate do Airbnb own? None. The largest taxi cab service on the planet is Uber. They don't own no, no cars. cars. You got to get online. Use this instead of this. Mm. Once you start using your brain, the muscle between your two ears, you can take off. But you got to do the research. You got to put in the work. It's not going to land in your lap. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's not going to land in your And I learned so much in these past couple years just from being around like-minded individuals. I got homeboys yes. to this day. I was lame. I couldn't come out. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go over here with these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all see what I look like? I got out, you know, but it don't matter. That was how, what I used to do, how yeah. I used to look. You know what I mean? Like, now, I be having all my buttons. I be going to meet Neo and him 500 and Alex. Man. I be going to sit at the table and we be sitting there talking and, <laughs> and coming up with what we coming up with. You know what I mean? And I'm not a person that you could just sit here and be like, well, he probably, nah, bro. You know, I come from the same background everybody else come from. Yep. 80s era crack, baby. All, you know, all that. My father doing a life sentence in prison right now. You know, wow. it's, it's no handouts. You know, it's, 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 it's none of that. It's just pure effort, you know. And from what I said, from the first time I got on, the first second I got on here, outwork everybody. Try to. Outwork Find everybody. Be the best. Chase them. Absolutely. The absolutely. I love, man, just the passion that you have for sharing the nuggets that you've being able to grab onto through your journey is amazing. I just want you to speak on the importance, even in being a coach, even if even even if you are successful in your own right at what you're doing, how important it is to not, for one, always look for free mentorship, which is crazy that people still look for that, but to be willing to invest in yourself with books, with your time, and with coaching. And I know that our coaches are not cheap by any means. So what still drives you and what level of humility do you need to have to still say, there's more that I can learn. There's more people I can learn from, and I'm willing to invest in that. 
Well, I, like I said, I have a mastermind, right? Every every Friday I do a mastermind, and we are from all different walks of life. I just um, want to, I just want to, the, the entree, the appetizer. Can I just show up, bro? I bring a camera. <laughs> that mastermind is crazy. I just look at it today, like my boy shouts out to Earn Your Leisure. You know what I'm saying? Wall Street yes. Trapper. Like, when them boys coming to Atlanta, like they're here. They, hey, y'all at the pizza bar? Okay, cool. We pulling up. Like we sit down and have a meeting in the minds whenever we, whenever we can. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, we shoot the we, we shoot the crap, you know, because we oh, guys. Yeah. But we only talking about LeBron James and what he did last night for like two minutes. Current events, another two minutes, man. We sitting there diving in to the trends. You know, we talking about you know uh, funnels. We talking about our latest yes. portal. We talking about ebooks. We talking about giving away this, giving away that, and another thing to sue. Give away. If any of my trainers on here, if anybody Facts. on here, man, listen. I don't care if you donating time. I don't care if you donating your skill. I don't. It, a, a lot of good comes out of you donating. A lot of a lot of good comes out of you giving your services away. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. If you if you're a barber back to school, that 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 one day cut cut hair for free. I'm telling you. Oh. Telling you. I don't care what you do. If you giving a service away, if you showing your appreciation for the community for dealing with you and just allowing you to serve, yep. I'm telling you, it's gonna come back tenfold. Oh yeah, I mean that's the whole. I have that whole mindset that it's not winning and losing; it's reaping and sowing. Like the more seeds that you out there putting in the ground, relationships you're building, like you said, giving away your service, even if you do have a course still, I mean, for myself, I have people hit me in the DMs all the time. Yo, bro, how you get this to look like that? How you do that? How you do that? And they'd be shocked when I actually send them a whole voice note, like breaking it all down. They'd be like, but bro, I went on your website. You got, I thought you was going to send me the link to the course. I'd be like, bro, nah, most of this information was freely given to me. So it actually be unfair for me to turn around and say hey yo i'm gonna charge you five grand for this piece of information that neo gave me for mm -hmm. just 10 minutes of his time or something like that so i nice. believe that's a hugely important i mean greatly important just like you said with the whole barber thing if he gave away his service for just that back to school thing especially if he would have did it during this time he probably got yep. clients for the rest of the year and probably some of them for until they move away and do something totally different so having that mindset like, how did did you develop that by hanging around certain individuals? Where you always ha had that giving heart? Like, why do you see that so valuable? Yeah, I've always had the giving heart, um, and j just like as far back as I can remember, like me just being out, being in the streets and things of that nature. Right? It's like, certain stuff comes back, right? I had yeah. A, um, oh yeah, bro. A, a little bro, I did like some. Um, we did like a book bag giveaway, right? And you know, gave a little. You know, we gave our book bags and stuff at the um, YMCA or whatever. And one of the little boys that we gave a book bag to, you know, he a boxer now, he big. You know, I, I still see him, you know, whatever. But you know, somebody was talking bad about me somewhere. It was talking tough, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I got the phone call like, "Hey, bro, somebody up here, da, 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 what you want me to do?" It's like <laughs> now I got eyes everywhere. It's like, yeah, it's cool, you know what I mean? But it's just like you never know what seeds you planting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we not we can't touch him because of what he did when I was in fifth grade. You know what I mean? Like wow. that stuff lingers. You know what I mean? It, it lingers. So, and you know that's not what we do it for. But you just put good energy out there, man. It's got to be reciprocated. Oh yeah, absolutely. I hundred percent agree. Um, because like even on the package of seeds, it lets you know like, hey yo, when you put all these things may not sprout, but the fact that you don't even know which one is going to sprout, you got to continuously plant and plant and plant, and then also be a good steward over what you've planted. So 
Also, kind of speak about the importance. I mean, you mentioned that you do a mastermind every Friday. Mm-hmm. How important it is to develop these relationships and friendships, and then how do you steward over those to to actually move them to the next level where you know, like, okay, we can do business together and things of that nature? Because I know a lot of people may have a, a group of individuals that they're around. They may meet up. They may talk all the time, and they still haven't, like, steward that relationship to get to the next level. Like, what do, what do you do to actually – build these relationships that you have with these amazing people. So the funny thing is this, like, um, I was looking for a guy to run my Facebook ads, you know what I mean? And I just kind of searching and looking and looking, but I just wasn't really comfortable with this person, that person. But when I got in this group, it's like, yo, use him. And I heard like three people in in our group use the same guy. It's like little stuff like that. And you know that he's already brought in six figures into my business. You know what I mean? But Mm. that's just one little ass, you know, uh, asset to my to my my process, but just being in the right circle. Sometimes you gotta be at the table, you know what I mean. And if you're if yeah. you're willing to be at a table like the one I'm at, you know what I mean. Take heed, you know what I mean. Like we don't, it ain't too much party, it ain't too much, but we drinking and talking, you know, and eating our eating our lamb chops. But the information is so valuable. It's like I'd be a fool not to be there every Friday getting this information, giving this information because I've given information to some of my people that they're using to this day, making a killing. You know what mm. I mean? And it's something I, I do every day. I didn't think about it, but it's just like, yo, y- y'all know I do this. They're like, what? For real? Give me the number. Give me the. And boom, you know, it, it just works like that. So, you know, even giving information, sharing information, things of that nature. And it's just one mastermind. Like, this is just yeah. a mastermind. We, we, ha- we actually have a group. Um, with spectacular, um, you know, spectacular doing yep. his thing right now. He got a group of like it's like sixty of us in in a, in a group. And when I tell you, bro, them Zoom calls be ridiculous, crazy. Every time I get on them Zoom calls, I'm still taking notes. I don't care. I still got my pad and pen. You know what I mean? It's like whatever you want, whatever you need in business, it's in that group. It'd be so funny. People are like, hey y'all, do y'all know anybody that? It's ten people. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. got somebody that 10 people every time. And I mean, I, I'm i not on the spectacular call, but I am on the David Shans, you know what I'm saying, morning call. Yeah. And yeah. It's, the, it's the same exact thing. I remember the first time I just introduced myself because I was on the call for about a good, like, three weeks. Didn't say nothing. Just sitting back, taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. And I finally introduced myself. And it was like the whole world was, like, in that little space was opened up. It was like... Oh, bro, you need this? Oh, wait, I actually need your services too. So I think putting yourself in the right environments, and even if it costs you something, I mean. I was just about to say that. I was just bro, about to say that. I'm pretty, like, I, I'm not going to compare it, but my mm-hmm. little $39 has probably made me about a good seven or $8,000 in like two months. Like, I mean, for yeah. what for what I do. So yeah. it's it's invaluable. I mean, it's it's almost like completely dumb at this point. To be like, yo, I'm not going to be willing to sacrifice this little bit of change if it's going to take me to a whole nother level. But you sound like you have something to say about that. And I really want you to speak on it. Yeah. So the thing is, a lot of people say, you know, they look at it. And they're like, well, why would I pay you for that when I can YouTube it? Why would I? I'm like, <laughs> you, you, you might not be like this entrepreneurship. Your mindset got to be a certain way. It's yes. not for everybody. I mean, it's just, it's just not for everybody. If you don't even look at money in a certain way, if your perspective on money is flawed like that to where you like, well, I could, why would I pay? That's too much. You know, that, it, it, you know, a certain amount could be too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it gets to a level like where we were paying, you know, $1,000 a month for, for one, you know, $2,000, $5,000, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000, $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, $80,000, $90,000, $100,000, $200,000, $300,000, $400,000
$5,000 a month for coaching. But then after you do so much of that, guess what? The biggest group on the planet, we in a free one now because everybody got their own coaches and everybody got their own group. So we in yep. spectacular. David Shan's in it too. You know what yep. I mean? Like all of us in the in the same group. Yeah, we paying a dollar. Come on, we're not paying a dollar because we done paid all the goddamn coaches. We done went to all the seminars. We done paid all that. I tell people all the time. I went to um, Grant Cardone, paid $5,000 out there in Vegas, came home and gave all my notes online. Like, yo, this is what I learned. This is what we're doing. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? So, listen, information is, look, information is really like the new currency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What like, you don't know can break you. Currency. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes people don't understand this. You're not always paying for information. Remember yes. this. If y'all, y'all, if y'all watch this, write this down. You're not paying for information. You're paying for their mistakes. You're paying for their mistakes. The mistakes is what you really want. You really want to hear about the failures. You really want to hear about the bumps in the road. You really want to hear right. about they did something for three months leading, leading up to it and it was a dead end. When yes. they could have just went, that's what you're paying for. Information, you, need be, you need to be trying to work, work, worry about what, did, what went wrong and what did you do? How did you rebound? What, what happened next? That type thing. Yo, it's so dope that you mentioned that because we literally had on our morning call an individual speak that he's learned more in his failures than he's ever learned from his successes. I mean, going into business with certain individuals, now he has that information where he can share it from someone else. It, it, just before we even wrap this up, I mean, explain how important it was for you to, you know what I'm saying, take risks and maybe have some failures along the way. Like how important that played into you finally reaching a success where you've done a million dollars in your first year as being an entrepreneur and you're continuously doing well each month. But now you're actually going into other passions and mother masterminds and things of that nature. Like how important was it to fail first or fail quick in order to get to where you are now? So when I used to play football, my coaches say, look, if you mess up going full speed, we'll never see it. You'll never, we'll never even notice it. If you mess up going full speed, we might not even see it. We might not even miss it. If it was a misplay or something like that. Guess what? If you're going fast enough, if you got mm. enough momentum, we won't even notice it. The same thing. I, I use this example all the time. You ever see this one little domino and, and at the end, it's a big domino like that. That yep. one domino never knocked down that big domino but guess what they put one in front of it that's a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger so when you knock down that one and knock down the next one guess what boom 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 it's going faster stronger bigger faster stronger bigger and eventually when it gets to that bigger domino it can knock it down but yep. if you just going up there timid slow soft and you try you'll never knock it down you'll mm. never you'll hit that wall and you wouldn't know what to do with that wall if you go to a wall like this you never go through it but if you go fast and if you go strong and if you go confident, you will go plow right through that wall, same way you'll plow right through your problems. I love it, man, bro. You didn't you didn't gave them so many gems along the way. We'll touch on some one last thing. But mm -hmm. if like I said, if you are watching this live, I need y'all to share this. And then if you are watching it on replay, in order for y'all to get the clips early, I need y'all to put hashtag replay in the comments because this is beyond what I was even expecting. I mean, I was blown away from some of the first things that he said in the beginning of the conversation. But to know that 
in order to you to fully knock something down, in order for you to get to your passion, if you're traveling at full speed, like no one would notice your mistakes. And that doesn't yep. mean to just be out here all willy nilly and not doing anything with a plan because you heard him speak on the importance of having a plan. You know that he had a number that he needed to hit and he had sacrifice built into that number and he was actually operating with a lower number. If he made 2000, he said 1800. So having that plan, it all comes from a mindset. And oftentimes we think this is fluff. Oftentimes we listen to these motivational speakers, the inspirational speakers, these people that have these amazing journeys. And the first thing that we say is that I can't do that. That's them. Like they balling now, like they're doing their thing now. But it's important for us to change our mindset to know that if we keep on pushing and we keep on going after it and we keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, eventually what was small is, is going to have enough speed, is going to have enough strength to knock down that big domino. So I love all the jewels and gems that you were able to give to the people tonight. I know that just by listening to this, they have to be encouraged to, for one, follow you on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Because... Also, another thing that I've been blessed to, to see through you guys, through other relationships, is vision. And once you have an idea, I mean, once you have a vision of something, like I go to Jeremy House and I'm seeing not only just the house, but also what I get from you guys that's, in, that's completely intangible is the, the great husbands that you are, the great friends that you are, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that you said in the beginning of the conversation that, yo, I had to talk to my wife first, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, this was this was easy. I would have loved doing this compared to, you know what I'm saying, pushing refrigerators up a wet hill, but I had to speak to my better part, my better half, to make sure that this was a, a, going to be a great success and not something that if I took it, you know what I'm saying, it would have kind of like shattered some other things, but it all worked out. So I love that you shared that. I love that you also talked about the importance of actually continuous to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you're on YouTube. You are reading books. You are still taking courses, which is amazing. But then you also have coaches and masterminds behind you. So you spoke about the community or having a great community around you as well. Now, to kind of just wrap this up, what are some tangible things for entrepreneurs that we're going to speak on on three levels that are just getting started, that's trying to make that, that transition from yeah. – being in a corporate world or doing something that they, they don't, even if the player field was equal, they would, they, they're not doing what they want to do right now. What are some th tangible things they can do there? And then also once they make that transition, what are some things that they need to have in order to keep on going and get to that next level? Okay. Well, the first thing I would say is, so me, I, when I, when I got into the fitness industry, right, like I said, I was fairly new, but I kind of found somebody that I liked and I started like studying that person, you know what mm. I mean? listen to Rick Ross and Rick Ross say, you know, he studied Diddy. He studied these guys, you know, so he knew he wanted to be bigger than just a rapper. Once he became yeah. a rapper, he became a CEO and got Meek Mill and all these guys up under him, but he studied the greats. You know what I mean? So another thing, it, it, it doesn't matter what you do in business, guys. It doesn't matter what you do in business. I, if, if you cut hair, Rick Bush, who got Rick's Barbershop in South Carolina, all things, he's makes a million dollars doing it. <laughs> I don't care if you cut grass. Listen, it don't matter if you cut grass, you got lawn care service. Guess what? Somebody has a government contract cutting down at the Capitol in City Hall and all that. Somebody. They're making a million dollars doing it. It doesn't matter how big, how small. Somebody, go study that person. Go find them. Find out who's doing it. Find out who got the government contract. You got a, you got a lawn care service. You got a one lawnmower on the back of your damn truck. Guess what? 
Go find who got the city contract and study that person. I guarantee you, your wins will come a lot faster if you invest mm. the time in studying the greats. Wow, I love it. And now, so, I mean, actually, that answers both of the questions because even if you are doing your thing, you st- there's still someone else that you don't have to be envious of. You just have to be like, yo. And that's why I love Derek Grace. Like, he like, yo, go study the wolves. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't like this dude, but I'm out here making sure that all the people that y'all don't like that's becoming billionaires, mm-hmm. I study the game. I may not operate with the same morals and characters they do, but I'm going to take some of what they're doing because obviously it's working and actually get to the next level. So, man. Success leaves clues, man. Success leaves clues all the time. <laughs> Trust me. It's nothing that you're going to see somebody doing and it ain't no money landing nobody lap. Somebody went and applied some pressure, created some type of concept, some type of process, and wow. they applied some basic business business principles at some point and they just execute it. I'm telling you, it happens. That's exactly how it works. Everybody that I talk to, me and Neil, we got memes. I got one holding the refrigerator. He got one picking up junk. And <laughs> the next meme next to it is both of us on private jets. Like, Facts. It like that. It can happen like that. But the mindset of Neil picking up that trash and junking that junk and, you know, taking it to the junkyard to weigh it and get, get the money for the Ooh, metals. <laughs> man, that same mindset, bro. You just literally broke the code for me, bro. You just literally it. broke the that's it. bro. That's it. I can't do it. You gotta be that humble. <laughs> I can't do it. You gotta it. be that willing. You gotta roll up the sleeves. You gotta be able to do the grunt work. If you look at all the great, like if you look at look at Grant Cardone, if you look at those people, bro. you know they had some type of struggle. They had some. Not everybody, but some of the greats had some type of struggle. Had some type of wall in their way. That's why when they got on top, they went. A just went crazy. You know what I'm saying? The same thing we're doing. We're doing, we doing everything right now to learn how to keep our money and to empower other people. You know, yeah. people say, you know, well, yeah, you know, the family, you can't do business with family. No, you can't do business with a dysfunctional family. You can do business with family. I hire all my family. Get them together. Be a CEO, conduct business, and, and, and keep it moving. You know what I mean? But we got to break some of these stereotypes we got mm. with our community. You know what I mean? No, you can do business with family. You can't do business with dysfunctional family. You the boss, you the CEO, you the head honcho. Guess what? Get your family together. Tell them it's my way or the highway. That's it. Amen. Bro, man, I can, go on, on. I can go on and on and on all day about this financial literacy, man. I, I, we can talk. Bro, drop the bombs, man. Because, oh, bro, you just literally, like, put ants in my pants in this seat. I'm like, yo, I got to get off this call and make some things happen. Like, the whole dysfunctional family, I that that alone. And then at the same time, when you, when, when you brought back up, like, everything that Neo did, this dude was eating rice and beans, bruh, for a whole <laughs> year. Fruit trucks and all those things. But then you also talked about you pushing up fr- refrigerators up. Wet hills, like, and taking that same grind, taking that same grit and just applying it to what you really want for your family, for everyone else that is dependent on you. Because often, I mean, always our passions are not just for us. You know what I'm saying? It's for, it's for, it was, it was to lead into you to be able to teach, to be able to have the same, the same passion, these gems that you have right now that probably just set everybody free and then wait till this thing hit you know what i'm saying apple and spotify it's gonna be more people that are set free so just that alone bro like i'm just like man i can't i can't let this dude keep on talking man <laughs> i can't like you literally gonna have me like hey yo bro you could finish this podcast by yourself but i'm gonna get online and do some things and research some things but no man i really appreciate you taking the time 
And I try and tell everybody, man, that you can you can not take notes on these podcasts. You can not hit screen record on these podcasts. Even when the clips come, you can not share them and like them. But I honestly think that the only person that you're doing a disservice to is yourself because all I do this for is for you to have a little bit like I'm blessed to have these small relationships that are continuing continuously to grow. But really what I do this for is for you to hear this and be like, bro, the light bulb, the switch. Like every time I do these shows, no matter who it's with, no matter what level of success they reach, I'm always having the light bulb go off in my head. So I won't say that I'm being selfish and doing this for myself, but that's why I make it live so you guys can actually see it. You can listen to it. You can go back on replay, listen to it again, like at your own leisure. You know what I'm saying? So all these different things are amazing. But just one, just give one, one last thing, and then I want you to also give them your Instagram handle and anything that's not secret, you know what I'm saying, that they can tap into, let them know what they can tap into and how they can continue to get motivated and inspired just by you being you, man. So I, I usually typically end with the same couple things. You know what I mean? I got a couple lines that I hold near and dear to my heart. I used to say this to myself all the time. And, you know, I still, you know, I'm, I'm going to put it on a shirt one day because I, I truly believe in this, you know what I mean? But um, one is focus on you until the focus is on you. Ooh. Focus on you until the focus Wait, is on you. I made that a meme, son. <laughs> you got to. You got to focus on you until the focus is on you. So everybody else is focusing on you. If you focus on you, mm. guess what? Everybody else will start noticing. Everybody else. But you can't look to your left, look to the right. can't focus on nobody but you. And I'm telling you, everybody going to focus on you. And the last thing I got to say, man, chase your dreams or end up working for the guy who chased his. Plain and simple. <laughs> oh, hold on. I had to. I, I, can't, I can't let it go without dropping the bomb on that one. My bad. I had the wrong sound now. But, yo, <laughs> so everybody, you know what I'm saying, right now, right now, after this, uh, well, after this live is over, not right right now, mm-hmm. I need y'all to go over to Instagram, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. type in Mr. Two Weeks Out. And hit that follow button. And, I mean, who knows? You might learn some more things. But if anything, it's going to implant vision into you to go to the next level. And y'all know how I end all these things. And, you know what I'm saying? Stay right here, Jason, so we can end this out. But, hey, yo, as always, I love y'all. I know y'all got nothing but gems tonight. But I love y'all. As always, peace, love, strength, and God bless. Peace.